0: I don't know if you noticed over the weekend a couple of stories about this young man uh, here in Toronto that had a service dog and uh, his his uh, he was kicked out of two restaurants and it's just the family was embarrassed the restaurants just didn't uh, understand that legally uh, you have to respect that people need service dogs there are also dogs called uh, emotional support dogs they're emotional support animals they actually come in all forms in some cases ducks turkeys potbelly pigs these are um basically certified by someone like a therapist as emotional support animals for whoever they're treating and they're very different to uh, talk about the differences and exactly where we sit because we heard about this um this uh, veteran who was had an emotional support dog which mauled a passenger on a delta airlines flight from atlanta to san diego the, the other day a terrible story we're joined by dr jeffrey rudgren who is uh, young rather who is almost related you to todd rudgren there um, but Dr. <laughs> Jeffrey Younggren is a Professor of Psychology at the University of Missouri. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it.
1: It's my pleasure.
0: So, what is the difference between a service animal and an emotional support animal?
1: Well, there's a big difference under the law in the United States. Service animals are uh, specifically trained to perform duties that are healthcare related. Uh, they're really not considered pets under the laws. And uh, an animal cannot be – and it's restricted to dogs and, in some cases, miniature horses. And don't ask me why they're miniature horses. I have no idea. But uh, that's very different from the emotional support animal that is certifiable under the Air Carrier Act in the United States as well as the Fair Housing Act, which basically requires that a mental health professional certify that someone – has a psychiatric disability and that they need the animal present to ameliorate, for lack of a better term, that disability.
0: Now, uh, there was just recent uh, research I was reading in the CBC that 31% of uh, survey applicants who are therapists said they recommended emotional support animals for people, and 36% said they didn't feel qualified to make the recommendations, although two of them admitted they had done so in the past. So in your opinion, should uh, regular therapists be able to certify their patients' pets as emotional support animals?
1: no for two reasons one of it uh, one of which is that's a role conflict in psychology Uh, you you really are serving an administrative uh, uh, service as well as uh, a clinical service but more so most of the clinicians do not know that by certifying the animal they are saying that their patient or client has a psychiatric disability and uh, that has significant meaning in healthcare. i mean those are the kinds of labels that can follow people around so my belief is that most uh, treating therapists are uh, not aware of how this poorly worded law uh, really can potentially impact these people that they're treating. So we believe that, and this is our publication, is stating that uh, these certifications should be done by objective third parties who are taking a look at the actual question of whether the individual needs the animal present. There's a that these animals do anything at all other than people like to have their animals around. There, sure. there isn't any significant clinical research that shows that these animals do much of anything, which is very different than the service animal, which is a, 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 different, a different beast under the law, if you will.
0: So it's subjective, um, you know, the therapeutic benefits. You know, people are saying, well, this, this calms me down. Doesn't it mean, though, that, that it's helping them? I mean, if the patient feels better, isn't there something that we should uh, take away from this?
1: Well, I, I, don't, I don't disagree that the animal makes them feel better, but the, the issue under the law is that they have to have a disability that requires the presence of the animal. Animals make people feel better, but what about the person sitting next to you that's afraid of the animal? Mm-hmm. I mean, what about their feelings? I mean, these are, you know, we can debate these things endlessly about it. Uh, if If there is evidence that the emotional support animal really does something for the patient, then I'd like to see that research. And, uh, and then let's make sure that we limit it to individuals who are properly evaluated and who we know can benefit from the presence of the animal. That's not what's going on now. I mean, as you said earlier, the certifying turkeys and pot pigs and they even had a duck that went on <laughs> an airline. I mean, this is getting close to nonsense.
0: Do you think how many people I mean, it's hard to say, I guess, but is it possible that people are taking advantage of their therapists because, you know, they want to be with their pets, they want to take their pets around and they figure, well, listen, if they don't, uh, you know, certify my animal, I'll just find another therapist and uh, they lose business.
1: <laughs> well that's true but also uh the animal has to travel free which is a significant incentive uh, for getting these letters so you basically save I think 150 bucks each way wow uh, by having this letter y- yes so the animal must travel free and in a housing uh requirement the you uh, can have the animal present in the room without a pet deposit so there there's significant incentive for individuals to, to and get these certifications and we just think that therapists are not the ones that should be doing it that they should be done by uh, forensic or administrative evaluators that are taking a look at these problems objectively
0: are you you getting support for that
1: uh yeah i think we're getting some significant support for that uh that uh i think most of the problem is that clinicians don't realize that they shouldn't be doing this and the second thing is the law is very poorly worded in the united states it Mm -hmm. basically says that a, a, a treating therapist should write these letters, and obviously, written by lawyers who don't realize about conflicts of interest in mental health. So, uh, we, I think there's been some, some significant rollback in, in this area. So, that's in the best interest of the patients as well as those who are, impact, those who are impacted by these letters.
0: Well, I, I think it looks like as far as the CBC is concerned in their report, it looks like we're uh, facing the same thing. We don't have uh, professional guidelines uh, across the board for what assessments are to be done and who conducts them and how they're completed.
1: Right, right. I think that they're, they they're lacking overall. We really don't have good guidelines for how these should be done. We don't have good evidence to show that these animals really do anything. And then the incentive problem is huge, which is that uh, that the animals fly fly free, they fly in the cabin with their owner. Um, and as you were talking about earlier, we just had that dog that attacked somebody on an airline yeah. yesterday uh, w- because these animals don't have to be trained; they are not trained. Whereas a service animal by law has to be trained.
0: Yeah, well, I guess we're finding our way in this uh, you know new era of increased sensitivity for everyone. We're we're all trying to you know every everybody's got to catch up now with 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 regards to laws and and what is allowed and who should uh certify uh everything from uh you know a uh, uh, support animal to beyond you know who, who's allowed to bring what on planes and such it's a it's a new world we're living in that's for sure i i'm not criticizing it but uh you know we'll have to find our way around it
1: yeah i agree we need to uh, we truly need better definition to help people uh, who are doing these evaluations do it properly and to make sure that the people who are in need of these services are recognized and are certified to be able to have those animals present, which I think is a much smaller sample than what we're seeing in the airports today.